the biggest news in country. This is the Country 104 Roundup with Matt Weaver. We're going to talk to Russell Dickerson. We'll also hear from Brett Kissel ahead of his performance Friday night at Lucknow's Music in the Fields. We'll talk Shania Twain and the CCMA Awards. We'll hear some cruiser karaoke. And we'll also get a great story from Will the Foodie at one of our Moxie's patio parties. Let's kick things off. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. I'm not sure if you know this, but Laura, the Country 104 Summer Cruiser, gives you the chance to win Chris Young, Dan, and Shay tickets every week while she's out at events. All you got to do is say, Laura, I want to win, and then you get to play Carpool Karaoke. We're down at Cowapalooza with Kayleen in Woodstock uh, for some more Cruiser Karaoke to win uh, two tickets to see Chris Young, Dan, and Shay, and Morgan Evans all at Budweiser Gardens in London on November 1st. You can win too, you just gotta find me, but Kayleen's the lucky one for now. And we're gonna do uh, you from Chris Young. Are you ready? Hope so. Here we go. That's pretty good, Kayleen. You did a great job. Shout out to Laura, too. Uh, it was way better than the job I did when I tried carpool karaoke. That's for darn sure. Once again, see Laura this summer, and you could win for that November 1st show. The Country 104 Concert Series continues. Don't forget, this weekend is Lucknow's Music in the Fields. Friday night is Country 104 night with Brett Kissel, Megan Patrick, and the Rec Laws. It's going to be sick. Uh, Kyle and Kendra will be introducing the bands all night long. And after they get off stage, I know they like to take selfies and drink wobbly pops. So shout out to them. This weekend is also Gateway Casino's London Blues Fest. It's the four-day event in Harris Park wrapping up Sunday. Kyle and Kendra giving away tickets all this week. So congratulations to our winners. Friday is Freedom Fridays with Country 104 at Cowboys Ranch in downtown London. The students are starting to roll back into London. We saw that last week and we're expecting an even bigger party this week. And don't forget, 250 domestics, we've been doing it all summer. Well, now 250 domestic bottles are staying that way all school year. Giddy up. Friday, Emerson Drive and Kelly Prescott at the CNE. It's also movie night in the park, Victoria Park. And we'll be hosting the Sandlot that night. Saturday, uh, the 25th, Striking Out Cancer. It's a Tyler Warren co-ed softball fundraiser uh, that will feature Mr. Eric Etheridge. Johnson Crook will play the CNE. And Grand Bend has a beach hockey battle supporting child camp. Uh, there's this and more. And don't forget to keep your eye out for Lord of the Summer Cruiser for Cruiser Karaoke. And Chris Young, Dan, and Shay tickets with Country 104. Brett Kissel is your Friday Night Luck Knows Music in the Fields headliner. Here's a conversation we had with Brett at the beginning of the month. I want to ask you about uh, a specific show on this tour. We get to see you in yep. three weeks' time, Country 104 night, at Luck Knows Music in the Fields. And it's one of the few shows you've got this summer. So, needless to say, excitement is very, very high on the fans' end. How is it on your end? Well, you know what? It's always this friendly competition between the fans and between myself about who can give more energy, me on the stage or them as a crowd. So for me, I'm telling you right now that we've got this pent-up energy that we'll have felt pretty much all of August, 
that we're going to release on, obviously, the crowd out in Lucknow. I mean, you know, I think better than anybody, my love for that part of Ontario, playing in London as many times as I have, and now getting an opportunity to return to Music in the Fields for their 10th anniversary is very special. Two Bretts are headlining. I'm headlining my night. Brett Eldridge is headlining his night. Like, I don't know, this is a recipe for success, and this is a recipe for the most fun of all summer. Bretts are bringing the power and the music to uh, Lucknow's music in the fields, that's for sure. And you know what's kind of special about Country 104 Night with you headlining is the person opening for you, which is Megan Patrick. You guys shared a great moment last year for Megan's birthday when you were on stage together with that. It was a, it was a birthday cake, wasn't it? Yes. Everybody on the Warner family, we write uh, absolutely obnoxious cakes. Each other. <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to say what was written on it. I just wanted to bring up the cake. Did you? But you heard about it, right? I sure, did, yeah. it I, right? I sure did, yeah. I sure did, yeah. When I turned 27, I had my champagne birthday, 27 on the 27th. Uh, Washboard were playing a show with me in uh, in Edmonton, and they wrote, Go f*** yourself, Brett Kissel. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious. And that was on stage. So um, we got ourselves, we tried to find an embarrassing picture of Megan, and we delivered it to her at the Junos. You're going to have to ask Megan what we wrote on it, because I don't want to say. <laughs> this is a great follow-up interview for Lucknose right there. I love it. Let's play Brett's latest single in honor of his headlining spot for Country 104 at Lucknow's Music in the Field's 10th anniversary. This is Guitars and Gasoline as a spotlight on your Top 30 Countdown. Every Thursday, Country 104 parties at the downtown London Moxie's location. That's from 3 to 8 for our summer patio parties. And can you believe that I've been working with Will all summer, and it wasn't until right at the end of the summer that I found out he was in an A&W commercial. So this ties into a story, though. We're talking yes, about A&W MS Day today. I got Will the Foodie with me. Coming up in about 10 minutes, we'll do the food review here from Moxie's. But we got to talk about something else. So That's it was, true. I think it was two weeks ago. Yep. You dropped me off after Moxie's, and I went in, and I'm channel surfing, and I saw your face on my television. On TV, eh? Yeah, I saw yep. your face on my television. So here's the first thought I had. I was like, that can't be Will. Like, first of all, I just let him, left him, so how he's on my TV. Then I realized, okay, they probably filmed it earlier. But I thought, what are the chances that Will is in an A&W commercial? Right. So I, I PVR'd it, I rewound it, filmed it, put it on your Facebook yep, page. Yeah, you did. And it turns out it was you. It was me. Okay. You weren't wrong at all. Okay, give me the story. You are in an A&W commercial <laughs> yep, right now. Yeah, so I'm in the Beyond Meat commercial for A&W. Uh, they were filming at the uh, London Beer and Barbecue show. They had a full film crew out from Vancouver there. And I, I got to meet Alan. I saw Alan. He was doing some interviews with some people Alan's already. Alan's the guy that goes around Sounds in all the A&W yep, commercials and gives out all the, the hamburgers. hamburgers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I was talking to one of the production assistants, or actually the production manager, and he asked if maybe I wanted to try it. And I'm like, sure, why not? And then I asked, like, what are the chances that I should be in the commercial. He told me, well, you know, we film probably over 100 interviews, you know, a day or whatever, just trying to get that right sound bite. And he's like, it depends, you know, you might get in your eye. So I wasn't holding any hopes out at all. I was like, my review is terrible. I know we do the reviews here that are very sexy, but like, I couldn't be very sexy on the AW commercial. No, I imagine <laughs> that they have more rules on the television commercial <laughs> exactly. than I do with sexy food reviews but, at Marxies, yeah. But yeah, it was great because uh, we, we filmed it and then they gave me a free gift card and a free burger, which I was okay with, totally okay. And then 
and I ended up getting an email two weeks later, and they're just like, "Well, we won't use you in the final cut. Are you okay with that?" And I was <laughs> right away respond of ASAP. Of course, yeah. of course. I always wanted to be in a TV commercial, and this sort of cements that Will the Foodie hashtag that we were going with. Heck yeah, <laughs> it's a legitimate Will the Foodie. If you're in A and W beef commercials, okay, you gave us a lot to unwrap there. That's Let's true. go to something that stuck into my head really quickly. Yep. You said that you gave a review. And you did some stuff. I'm pretty sure you get one syllable in the commercial, dude. What's the word that's you say true. in the commercial? Oh, I say no way. So yeah, you do. Two, Sorry, so, two syllables. Yeah. So, so out of my no scathing way. review, all they took was no way, which <laughs> is funny for me because it reminds me of Bill and Ted's. They're like, no way. Yeah, it took 100 people to get no way. Like, <laughs> just tell the first guy that comes up to say no way, and we're out of there a lot quicker. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Will is not only a foodie. He's a gosh darn TV star. He's also on the radio. You're a jack of all trades. And Thank can, you. I, can I, may I admit that you're a handsome man? There's, there's oh, a reason. Thanks. That I, I like to think so myself, but <laughs> you know, I like I need that reassurance almost sometimes. No, I take it back now. It sounds like your head's getting big there, <laughs> TV boy. <laughs> I don't want all the fame to go to my face, my head. So, <laughs> no, you did a great job. Say say the line for us. No way. Yeah. So so you know how like people on TV get their catchphrase and I, they they get sick of saying them because everybody oh, wants to hear. Yeah. Them? Get ready, bud. Because uh, just like Joey on uh, Blossom back in the day. Whoa, whoa. No way. That's yeah, no way. Say and it. I've had multiple friends and family. They come to me, they're like, no way. And I'm just like, yeah, way. Okay, I'm dying now. We'll move on. But Will the Foodie is a TV star and a radio star. Say it for me. No way. No way. <laughs> Will the Foodie. He's a television star, and we love him. Big news from the Canadian Country Music Association Awards this week. You know how Shania Twain is hosting the awards show September 9th in Hamilton, right? I mean, okay, fair enough. Of course you know. Tickets were highly in demand. But did you know that the show will open with a Shania Twain tribute? It's true. Jess Moskaluk, Kira Isabella, and Madeline Merlot will pay tribute to the queen of Canadian country, the woman who inspired it all this year. At the CCMAs. And don't forget it's televised. So you'll be able to watch it yourself. And I guarantee it's going to be really, really good. Keith Urban, Budweiser Garden, September 15th with Lindsay L. Both will perform at the Canadian Country Music Association Awards in Hamilton, September 9th as well. When Country 104 was at Boots and Hearts, we had the chance to talk to many of the artists backstage. Many of those conversations are currently posted at country104.com. You'll find chats with Megan Patrick. Russell Dickerson, Dallas Smith, and a heck of a lot more. Oh, James Barkerman, to name a few. Go to the Weaver blog under shows to find all those conversations and more. Now, one of the conversations we had was with a band called Runaway June, and they have some big news going on in conjunction with Carrie Underwood. I'm looking online uh, this morning, and I'm seeing Carrie Underwood killing it at the Grand Old Opry last night, and then find out the news that you are touring with Carrie, all-female tour, too, which is pretty exciting following Tomato Gate of the last two years, right? You, you must be pretty proud of this moment, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We still, it hasn't sunken in yet. We're just, I can imagine. I mean, yeah. And we're playing six shows in Canada, so that's pretty cool. You're jumping ahead on me there. <laughs> I love it. The venues that she's playing, it is kind of going to break the stigma that women aren't selling or that women don't like other women. It's just, we're excited to be a part of that and, and uh, just bringing country music to all these different types of their places. Faces on. And, yeah. Yeah. Country girls. I, I, I completely love what you said about that, too, the sticking together. And it's really important that an artist of Carrie's stature is leading this charge Absolutely. a little bit, right? It's so yeah. cool that she's doing that. She doesn't need to do that, but it's so cool that yeah. she's kind of like, you know, helping the, the class below her, you know? Yeah. Awesome. I dig it. And Maddie, 
Jake Tay. We haven't heard a lot from them, and now I get to see them oh on tour too. Yeah. They're so great. Do you know them behind the scenes? Yeah, we do. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. yeah. Such sweet girls. They're so talented. It was real. We didn't know that they were going to be on the tour either. So they, um, they're really excited. I was texting Maddie yesterday, and she's, she's. They're just awesome. So <laughs> I we're excited. I haven't heard a lot from them in a while, so it's nice to know that yeah. everybody's still keeping in touch. Yeah, the they've had a lot going on in their business. They're, they're great. They're such little business women. One away, June. Carrie Underwood. Maddie and Tay. That's going to be a hell of a tour. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. All right, let's talk about something we were at a couple weeks back. Boots and Hearts. Yeah, I know. I've been talking about it a lot over the last two weeks. And if you didn't go, I've definitely felt like I've been rubbing it in your face. Uh, But uh, I'm playing these conversations for good reason. They're great and they're from the artists we love. And I thought we had a great chat. With Russell Dickerson backstage. Here's what happened. All right, according to Jody, it is Russell Dickerson o'clock. Here we go. Uh, RussellDickerson.com. The album is yours. The big single was yours. And the new single is Blue Tacoma. But I I remember downloading that song, I want to say a year and a half ago. And my Kendra came up to me and said, oh, did you hear the new uh, Russell Dickerson song, New Tacoma? I'm like, I've, I've heard Blue Tacoma like a year and a half ago. What What's the story behind that? Is it coming uh, twice? The story behind that is this industry is not for the faint of heart (laughs) is the story behind my entire career Uh, no same thing with yours man yours came out uh, we released it independently in 2015 at the end of 2015 and then it wasn't until this year January 29th that it went number one I believe I remember, read somewhere on social media that you said something about it was like the four-year anniversary four, of the yeah, song exactly. before it finally went two big, day, right? Wow. Two days off. Yeah. So from the exact day we wrote it, four years to from creation to number one. That doesn't seem normal, though. No, not at all. I mean, these days, you know, I mean, I mean, the complete opposite scenario is you write a song and release it. <laughs> what next the next week and then you know these superstars get a (laughs) you know a 13 week climb to number one and so anyways longevity you know just staying persistent and the story behind the song man was just i mean we just didn't give up on yours we didn't give up on blue tacoma we didn't give up on this music that we knew was you know going to going to make its way into the industry I mean, it's tough, like especially knowing the four-year anniversary. But was it worth the wait? Oh my, dude, absolutely. <laughs> and like that, you know, this is the goal. This is what we're working towards, and like we're doing it. So like, regardless of how long it took or would have taken even longer, like I just I kept my head down the entire time, and I'm just like, you know, we were in a van for we were in an SUV for five years. You know what I'm saying? Like. There's just no, I would rather be here doing this, even without a number one single, and like, you know, playing, even playing the small stage, dude. I'd rather be doing that than, you know, selling insurance. Love you, insurance salesman. (laughs) Thank you for the insurance, but rather be doing this. Now, how does it feel with yours being one of the biggest wedding songs of the year? It's everywhere. Honestly, when we wrote the song, completely unexpected. Like, we weren't. We're like, let's write a wedding song today. You know, let's write a song that lasts forever and what and play at everybody's wedding. And I think that was a great call because if we would have tried to fabricate this song, we just wrote a love song. We were just honest. Like, you know, I felt like before I met my wife, 
um, you know, she makes me better than I was before. And that was like a very simple line in the song. And I just resonated with so many people. Simplicity and, is what works, it, though, yeah, right? And yeah. Just simplicity and honesty. And uh, so many tweets about, hey, we're walking down the aisle to this song or first dance, whatever. And it's like, they were like, is there like an acoustic, more chill version or whatever? And I was like, no. But let's do one so we, that's what brought about the wedding edition was just the fans man and so we went in the studio created I just played played the guitar and sang a vocal over it and pretty much and put some piano and it was just like this cool little little magical piece for the wedding edition that's a great story it's gotta be humbling that that many people care enough to reach out to you and say yeah. we need this version of this right. we love it so much can you tailor it to us and for you to be willing to do that is even right. cooler yeah yeah, yeah. And so it was just more like the image of like the bride walking down the aisle as opposed to like the dance part like the epic full recording of you with the guitar solo and big drums and everything so because that's the moment right it's the yeah, bride walking exactly. down the aisle and it's to your song yeah dude it's like and I know what goes into picking a freaking first dance or a walk down the aisle you know it's like like jeez our, our first dance was uh, Kit Moore Hey Pretty Girl okay and Kendra, so, one sec Kendra just did one too how did I you did. pick uh, mine was from the ground up and how long did you the only it's reason cool. I picked it is because we just bought my grandparents house and they lived there for 63 years okay and that's the exact line in the okay. song okay <laughs> like I wrote it pull on the heartstrings from everyone alright Right. <laughs> next marriage, she's going to do yours. The next yeah, one, yeah, she's the next going to yours. <laughs> Sorry to her husband. Oh, God. No. No. One, yes. You're good. You're good. Uh, fantastic. Sorry to interrupt you. I just thought that was funny as heck. <laughs> uh, we're here with Russell Dickerson live at Boots and Arts, which is pretty darn cool, man. This, oh, is, this is one of like the three biggest country festivals we got in Canada every year. It's on par with a lot of the bigger states one, too. Oh, so dude. it's got to be kind of a as little bit fun it, to be at. Man, as soon as I got off the bus I was just like the weather is perfect the stage is huge there's what 40,000 people here and so it's just like it's gonna be a good day today you'll be great you brought up the stage so I want to talk more about that first of all how do you fill that much space with one body like what do you do I'll to show it you. Oh, I can't wait <laughs> I'll show well, I mean, you how, how does one go about enthralling or it's capturing probably, the attention of anybody it's still probably too small dude <laughs> I mean first of all I'm 6'4 210 so I'm a big dude but I also dude I just love running around and like just the energy man I love the crowd I love when they're into it and I love just feeding off it and snowballing that energy into just a freaking party making some memories do you even have to sing yours I feel like the crowd is going to be singing that whole thing you know yeah I, mean? well, I was thinking of just cutting yours in Blue Tacoma and just oh I mean know, just play it. the instrumental and you can go in the back and take a break the crowd will take care of the words man you know they know those yes so tell me about set lists and specifically constructing a set. Oh, yeah. uh, you've got a little bit of a shorter one. It's not a headlining spot this time around. But the thing that always interests me about sets is where each song goes. And to me, your biggest is a slow jam. Mm -hmm. So can you end on that? Can oh, you yeah. start on that? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, I think yours has this little, it has the epic quality. Just you know what I'm saying? I'm literally just yeah, about to say yeah, the yeah, epic yeah. quality. Yeah, and so that's, you know, it's not a ballad. Everybody, you know, when we first went to radio, they're like, oh, new artist with a ballad first single. I'm like, shut up, dude. It's not a ballad. It's a freaking, I call it an epic ballad. And so it's like, yeah, dude, ending on that, especially with like, that's my first hit and like, I mean, honestly, that's probably the only song a lot of people even know of mine. And so, yeah, definitely ending on yours and then Blue Tacoma right before it. Save the two bangers for the last last hit. But I do, I actually do spend a lot of time thinking about a set list because 
you know, going, I love concerts. I love going to shows. I love the flow. And like, there is like, you gotta, you gotta keep the crowd like totally zoned in because if they go, you know, go buy a beer or whatever, like that's, you know, I want them there. I want them to like yeah. not even leave their spot. And so, how so do you hook them then? Just, Especially when they don't just, know you. How do you say hello? I'm Russell Dickerson. And when, if you're saving your big jams at the end, how do you do that? Uh, high energy, definitely. Um, and just kind of teach them. I teach them like a whoa, whoa, whoa part. Or like, oh, there's nice. a song we have called Float. And I teach them at the beginning yeah. of the song. I'm like, Down those yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, you're going to have to learn this part. So I teach it to them, F L O A T, in the song, how we do it. And I'm like, all right, remember that because we're going to be, you know, we're all going to sing it together in the song. And just, just stuff like that. And I just, I really am. As a new artist, I get to introduce myself to a lot of people today. And so, you know, want to teach them the song so they can feel like they know it already by the time it hits the chorus or whatever. And just, just you know, letting them in, teaching them, and not just, like, getting up there, playing my songs, cool, rock star, just walk off, cool, bye. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm there for them, dude. I know I've said it before, but I've got to say it again. When we have conversations with artists, they are posted at country104.com. Click on shows, and you'll find them. There's also performances there, too. Uh, speaking of conversations, here's a great one that Kyle and Kendra had with Matthew Ramsey, the lead singer of Old Dominion, about the band's backlog of songs. Uh, we definitely have hundreds of songs, uh, <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of songs for, for each album, I think. You know, we probably write a lot, so um, we don't record them all, but there's quite a few that don't make the cut that it's kind of sad to, to watch them go away, you know, but sometimes other people record them, which is good. Thomas Rhett has uh, revealed to fans that, yes, while he has two young children at home, he and his wife Lauren are looking to expand their family. Now, Thomas, that sounds great. But as a kid of a family of four kids, let me just say that after three, things get a little hectic and life changes. You, You see what I did there? All right, Eric, I'm sure there's a lot of them. I've heard them. Now let's play them from everybody else. It's the bloopers from this week's Top 30. Raised $469,720. I counted, why can't I say this number right? Why can't I read money? It's because my bank account has never had that much money in it or anything with a comma at my bank account has never seen. Once again, Carrie Underwood's new, no, Carrie Underwood's new record, the title, that's the title track, no, nothing I said there came across too stupid, right? I could have, I could have said that faster is what I was thinking. Here's Russell Dickerson on Country 104. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Find all things country at country104.com.